Welcome to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. Social media is hard, but trying to do social media as somebody else is impossible. Do you struggle with imposter syndrome? Do you hate seeing yourself on camera? Are you unsure of what platform to be on and how often to show up there? Well, join the club. On every episode, you'll hear a real life person talk about their successes and struggles on social media, how they overcame their own insecurities, and they'll give practical insight for you to apply today. So if you're ready, let's start the show. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Social Media Mindset. And and let me just preface today's guest. Have have you ever wondered, like, does social media work? Did the social media really like help somebody make money in real estate? Uh, today's guest is going to talk us through, amongst many other things, how he got 180 units through Instagram. And so you're going to want to stick around and, and hear what, what this brilliant mind has to say. I am honored to have Ed Stulak with me. He is a real estate agent based out of New Jersey. And Ed, I don't even want to try to like give justice to who you truly are. So how, how, how would you describe yourself to the people? I'm an honored person to get such recognition and appreciation and love from people like you. Kyle, thank you. This is, this is cool. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> so you, you, you said something before we recorded that you're, well, I'm not, I don't even want to ruin it. You, you don't call you know, most, most realtors are like social media. Do I have to, how do you describe yourself? Cool. So well, what we were saying beforehand is um, I'm, I'm not a real estate agent that discovered social media. I'm a social media guy that discovered real estate. I was on social media for a long time, 2010, 2011. I downloaded Instagram. I can even pull it up on my phone and show you the, the when I started IG. And it was quite some time, quite some time on Instagram. And then I discovered Vine, then I discovered Facebook and then YouTube and then Snapchat and all these other platforms. And I was learning them because I was the social media guy creating content and helping others with their content, helping them with their brand, helping them with their business. And I was just kind of the guy that was doing it for them until I realized I learned all this stuff, which is amazing information, amazing education, phenomenal experience. It's different than your average nine to five stuff, you know? And I'm thinking, this is cool. This is who I am. But man, does the money suck. So that's when I said, you know what? I got to find something new in life. And that's when I discovered entrepreneurship. That's when I discovered the music business. I tried to become a tailor. I'm in my shirt right now, but I'm usually in a suit. And yeah. I was doing all these things, but still wasn't right. Didn't feel right. And then one day someone said, give real estate a shot. I said, fine, I will. It looks pretty cool. You can open up some cool doors to some cool houses and you get to dress up nice doing it. Yeah, I'm in. So I got in, started selling real estate, got my first house sale, got my second one. And then I said, hold on, there's one thing that's missing. I'm learning and studying all these videos and these mentors online. There's one thing that they all have in common that they're missing, a social media presence. Like they're not doing it right. 
Let mm-hmm. me be the guy that can help them with it. And let me see if it even works. Before I start offering my services and saying everyone, I got my first house sale. Let me be a coach now. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. Let me see if it works. So I tried it out, tried out some methods and strategies that I've learned over the years and got my first lead. And then the second one, and then those leads closed. And then I'm thinking, okay, I think it works. So I started teaching people and long story short of this all before I continue ranting on here. um, That's how I discovered real estate was social media brought me to that. And now I'm taking advantage of my real estate career with the power of social media. So does social media work for the listeners and the naysayers? Yes, it does. So I, and I love, I didn't even know that about your story. And, and so I love it. And, but what it, what it makes me think of is for anybody listening that tends to be the naysayer, it'll be easy to go. We'll see. That's why I like it works for you because you were doing it before real estate. I'm a realtor. I will, I'm not good at social media. So what, what's your advice to the naysayer? That, that says, hey, I didn't get into real estate to be a social media expert. The social media is one of those tools that you add to your tool belt amongst the other ones, the ones that we don't like. Like if I were to ask one of the listeners right now for that person listening, do you enjoy cold calling? Do you enjoy door knocking? Do you enjoy sending up mailers and spending $5,000 on it a year? Do you enjoy... Yeah. Do you, do you enjoy for sale by owners? What, what is it that you enjoy? Because a lot of those things, I'm sure a lot of people don't enjoy. You don't have to enjoy social media. You don't have to enjoy cold calling. I don't have to enjoy door knocking. I still do it because it works. It's part of the business. It's absolutely part of the business. It's one of the many tools that you add to your tool belt and you choose which one you want to work with that day. It's a prospecting tool. It's comfortable for me. I love social media. It's easy for me. I know my my best friend, for example, he loves cold calling. That's his thing. That's not my thing. He does very well with it. And he always tells me, I want to learn how do you do social media like the way you do it. And I tell him, I want to learn how you do cold calling the way you do it. But do we truly want to do that? Not really. So it shouldn't be one of those things that you put full focus on and now put all your eggs in that one basket of the digital world. It's not that at all. Just use it as a supplement, as another addition, as another tool to the rest of the tools that you're already carrying. And if it works for you, stick with it. And if it doesn't, tweak something. Do something a little different. Yeah, that's so good, man. You you spoke last month. You were in Houston. So you were, you were in my state speaking at a video conference that you guys put on through, through Real. And uh, man, I, I got to admit, I was I was super jealous. I was feeling extreme FOMO, <laughs> seeing all your pictures, and y'all went to an Astros game, and 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 I, I was super jealous. But this this isn't about my jealousy. I, I I want to talk through like out of anything you could have chosen to talk about, what did you teach at the conference? The one thing that I teach, um, my my signature talking piece at my conferences, my podcasts, events, trainings, is my follow farming method. Follow farming. It's a method that I created over the wow. years, which farming, we all farm, right? We're all farming with mailers, with door knocking, cold calling, we're farming, we're planting seeds. Yet no one has truly 
diversified it or expanded it and stretched it out into the digital presence, like the way I've come up with a few years ago. So what I do, and this is what I taught at the video blueprint over in Houston um, last month, is follow farming is the same concept as sending out mailers and door knocking and cold calling in that specific area till you plant the seed until it blossoms and grows, right? Same thing, but online. And the way you do it online is by going into your Instagram. This is a very step-by-step thing that I'm going to say right now. So anyone that's taking notes, take notes on this, all right? Five-step process. Step one to the follow farming method is go into the search engine of Instagram and go and search the town, city, area that you want to service and check out that hashtag. So for example, if it's going to be Houston, Texas, search Houston TX, search Houston, Texas, or search the towns that are around Houston, Texas. Now, second step, go and click on that hashtag. And once you click on that hashtag, you're going to notice that there are three different options. Most people will have these three options. Sometimes Instagram likes to tweak things around with people's uh, profiles and some might look different, but for the most part, from what I've noticed, you get three options when you click that hashtag. Number one, top posts that use that hashtag. Number two, most recent posts that use that hashtag. And number three, reels that used that hashtag. I want you to X out reels and top. You do not want to look at those. Don't look at reels. Don't look at top. You want to look at recent. You're looking at recent because that tells you two things. Number one, they are most likely in that area. Okay. Most likely. And number two, they recently posted that. Recently could be three seconds ago, 30 days ago, two months ago, two weeks ago, two days ago. You don't know. But most recently, which tells you that they are an active account. So that's two things that tells you if you're going to proceed with this follow farming method, then step three should be a little bit more successful. Step three, you click on the most recent hashtag. You start to pick out which account you want to engage with. So you're going to do a little bit of judging here, right? You're going to judge which account do I want to engage with. You probably don't want to engage with I don't know, let's call it another real estate professional because that's not exactly who you want to farm unless you're into recruiting, unless you're into expanding a team, you're looking for partnerships. That's a different story. But if you're looking for a consumer, the follow farming method is to gain leads. So now you choose an account that looks like a person that could potentially convert into buying or selling real estate. Let's say it's a, I don't know, I always like to use this example. It's a, it's a family man, has two kids, they're out on the soccer field, they have family pictures. Let's say they look like they're in their early, mid-30s, like, okay, this is probably a good candidate to engage with. So now you go onto their profile, step four. You go onto their profile, and I need you to comment on one picture, like five pictures or posts, all right? By the way, that one comment should also incorporate an emoji. An emoji is another language that we all speak. Yeah. If I say, hey, Kyle, and that's all I write, you don't know if I said, hey, Kyle, or hey, Kyle, or hey, Kyle. You don't know what I say. But if I say, hey, Kyle, with a little smiling emoji, right? It's like, ah, that was nice. I, I understood how he said it in text format. 
It's another language that we all speak. So I encourage you, leave a comment with an emoji, okay? Make it relevant. So maybe the common question is, Ed, what do I write on a random person's post? Make it relevant to the post. If it's a dog, say, oh my God, what a cute dog. I also have one of those dogs. I don't know. You know, that's it. Simple as that. Yeah. Leave a little dog emoji. Also part of step four, if applicable, you're going to watch their story if they have a story, right? Because we are all very curious who watches our stories sometimes. Some of us might get 20 people that watch our story a day. Sometimes it'll be 50, sometimes 100, but we're curious who's watching my stuff. So watch it because they might be also curious and say, who watched my stuff? Oh, there's that John guy again. John just liked my pictures. John just commented on the picture of my dog. And now he's watching my stuff. Who is this guy? All right. Now you're sparking some curiosity. But here's the kicker. Step five. Step five, which a lot of people bail out on. <laughs> and this is okay. This is why I win. This is why others don't on social media. Um, so if you want to take it, run with it, please. Step five. I go into their DMs. And I don't send them a text. I don't send them an audio. I send them a video message of myself. And yeah. the video message, which is very random, I know. It's like, what the hell do I say? I'm scared. I don't know if I'm going to stumble and fumble and mess up. I don't look good. Don't put those variables aside. Don't worry about them for a second. Just be genuinely you, as you would be when cold calling a person or door knocking random person, right? Like It's still the same thing. So now you send a video and the video can go something like this. And we're going to use the example of the guy with the two kids, right? Soccer yep. field, mid thirties. And let's just say he's in Houston, Texas. Okay. And now you're going to say something like, Hey Jack, man, nice to meet you. I stumbled upon your page. I was checking out the hashtags and I saw Houston, Texas. And I see that you're right down the road. That's crazy. I go to that park all the time with my dog as well. But listen, nonetheless, I know this is different, um, but I figured I would reach out from local to local. Like if there's anything I can ever help you out with, I'm here for you. All right, Jack, nice to meet you. Chat soon. That's it. Don't mention you're a realtor. Don't mention you're a lender. Don't mention you're an attorney. Don't mention you're a home inspector. Don't mention anything of that sort because there's that's a that's a cold call. That's a sale that you're going after. Yeah. You're not going after a sale. You're going after a relationship, a new one, a new database member, right? So now you say that, the conversion through the roof because people are watching videos. They say, why would someone random send me a video? For what reason? Who is this person? He just liked my pictures. He just commented. He's watching my story, and now he's sending me a DM. And acknowledge what I said in that video message, by the way. I said, hey, Jack, I see you're uh, in Houston, Texas, from local to local. Right. But like I didn't say... Hey man, what's going on? I'm Ed. I'm a realtor. If you ever need buying, selling, you know, call me today. That's going to get thrown out just like every business card or just like every door hanger is going to be thrown out. It's a sale. You're not going yeah. after a sale. All you're going after is a new follower. So this is one way to grow a following, by the way, a local following. Okay. Cause they're going to be like, who is this person? All right. South local follow. All right. But number two, now you're on their billboards. Now, every time they go onto their Instagram, they see your stuff because they are probably following you at this point, hopefully, right? That's the point. So now you've left a digital footprint, a digital seed in their farm, and now you're farming online. That's follow farming 
is wow. it's a whole different method. It's something very different. And I must say, I had an appointment yesterday at 4 p.m. in Westfield, New Jersey, with an $850,000 pre-approved buyer because of this wow. method right here. It's okay. It works. It works. So, so a couple questions. This, this is this is awesome. <laughs> I love it. So it I would imagine, know. <laughs> right? That well, it, but, it, but it really isn't a lot, right? Like once you start doing it, it's a very fast process as it becomes habit, right? But but I would imagine there's also a difference between a guy like you that has great content. So when you do this method, they go look you up. You don't look like a salesy realtor. Right. You're creating value. You're using edutainment, right? Like you look like a guy that they're going to go, man, I, I would go to coffee with this guy. Like we would be buds. That's it. For most realtors, when all they do is post just listed, just sold, here's another closing photo, here's a home tour with no human beings in it. As cool as this method is, right? Like they're not gonna have the same level of success when they lack humanity on their on their channel, correct? Love that you say that. This is a very tactical piece of advice and a method that I give out. I go to a lot of these events and I've been to many at this point. And I hear very repetitive advice given out all the time. No one really gives true tactics. No one gives true advice on how actually how do I produce a lead on social media? It's always do Facebook advertising, do Google advertising, do this, do that, and pay money, pay money. That's not you spending money. Not one point that I say, step six, swipe your card. Right. Not once. Yeah. I said, be proactive. It's the same investment that you make when going to do an open house for three hours on a Sunday. It's the same investment you make for 30 minutes on Instagram. So when people start to twist this concept a little different, then it starts to work for them. Instagram, not, I'm not just going on there to double tap away for the next 14 minutes, liking some random content and ha 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 laughing. Like, no, I'm going on there and being proactive with my business for my business. Right now I'm working. And that's how people's mindset starts to shift. Oh, I'm actually going on social media. Not once do I go on Instagram and I'm thinking, oh, I'm going for leisure. It's not leisure. It's almost never, yeah. ever, ever leisure. It's always connecting. It's always building rapport. I just picked up another million dollar buyer this morning, by the way, that I didn't mention from Instagram. This is a person that I've connected with a long time ago. I was trying to find her Instagram. I was like, where, where did we connect? I have no idea. But we connected on Instagram and her message specifically said, Ed, I completely forgot you're a realtor. I'm DMing you right now. We just ended up selling our house somewhere, but now we're looking in New Jersey. Under a million would be preferred, this and that. And we're looking for this Instagram DM. I get more leads there than anywhere else. And they're better. They're more, they're, I don't know, they're more relatable. They, they reach out to me. It's Instagram well, the tool. What, what, I, what I love to tell people is... Be when you create genuine content that's designed to serve people, the hard part has already been accomplished. Like they've already looked you up. They've already watched some of your videos. Yeah. So by the time they DM you, they've already said yes in their mind. It's just a matter of what's the next step. I'm glad that you were, you brought me, you reeled me back in. That's what you were saying before is that, yes, that's a very tactical piece of advice, but you must have 
the other in hand in order for this formula to actually succeed for you. So if you're doing this tactic, this is great. This is awesome. You're proactive. You're doing it. You're working. But if they fumble onto your page now in return, because they will, and if they don't see you posting anything, if you have zero posts, then they're going to think you're a spammer, your scam account, you're no one, you're a fake. Yeah. If they see just a bunch of for sales and sold and just listed and this and that, all right, you're a realtor. I, I get what you're doing. They're, you're just trying to get a sale, right? They're going to pick up on it. They're going to sniff it. People could sniff commission breath from miles away. But now if you're posting things that, as you mentioned, right, family-oriented, friendly-oriented, I'm here, there's a person, there's a face, there's expression, there's a podcast, there's publications, there's press, there's also family, there's vacation, there's this, there's that. Get to know me. Before I even sell you on anything, before I even think about selling you on anything, you're going to sell yourself from the content you see. That's it. That's it, bro. I, I, I'm interested in something that you do, and I, I'm sure you do it on purpose because you, you don't ever appear to be an accident kind of guy. But at the end of a lot of your reels, you'll kind of break character and just start laughing and then that's where the the clip ends. Is that done on purpose every time? Because I love, like, I love that moment of breaking character and 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 just I think it's revealing of like, guys, we can laugh at ourselves. Like, we're supposed to be having fun. This is fun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you do that on purpose? A, a good question. You know, I'm I'm acknowledging it now that you bring it up as a topic of discussion. But yeah. just for example, like at the end of every movie that we might watch, we see a bloopers scene at the end. Yes. Wow. Do you feel so much more connected to that actor? Like 100%. I was watching. I, oftentimes I like it more than the movie. Yes. Yes. I was watching um, Between the Two Between two Ferns with Zach Galifianakis oh yesterday. Yeah. It was a movie on Netflix, I guess. Yeah. It was funny. You know, the whole thing is obviously sure. scripted and all that stuff. Funny. Good. Awkward. Weird. Funny, though. Very uh, uh, entertaining. And then at the end, there was a bloopers scene where all those actors started, like, talking. They were on the interview, but then they broke out laughing. And I was yeah. like, okay, cool. So that was a joke. We're like, wow, that was so cool. Like he laughed at that too, or he's making fun of himself too. That's so cool. He know I felt so much more connected. As you just said, I felt like the bloopers was better than the movie itself. So that's true. And that's how I feel and resonate with my reels on Instagram. Because I'll get to the point, I'll act it out, I'll teach you, I'll educate you. But then at the end, like <laughs> this is just me. Like, this is who I am, you know, like I'll be a goofball. Yeah. And I think it just happens naturally at this point. And I, I guess it's a good thing if you put, picked up on it. Thank you. It's so, well, yeah, it's just, it's so, I, I, it's so good. And obviously there's so many studies that just show like how much more attractive people are when they're smiling, when they're laughing, you know, so to, to incorporate that right at the end, I, I just think it's brilliant on your part and I'm probably going to steal it and start doing it in some of my videos. You're, you're going to do it better than me. I'm already excited to see it. <laughs> so Ed, what you, you do so, so much different content. What's your favorite content like right now? And, and, and if you say reels, then go a little bit deeper into like what style are you really leaning into right now? Anything that entertains my audience, makes them laugh and feel good is what I lean towards the most. So yes, reels. The reels are very easy for me to create and make at this point. I, I So behind me here, I have um, a thing that says, good artists copy, great artists steal. 
Yes. Uh, that is a quote that I live by for a very long time. This is what I do. This is how I've succeeded is I see what others do. And I just kind of pretty much rip it. Like I see what you're doing there. That's cool. I'm going to change my background. I'm also going to change my outfit. I'm also going to, I'll probably use the same song because it's trending. Um, But I'm also going to use this differently. I'm going to use this different text, this different color. Let me see if I can do it. And I do it. By the way, that person that I'm taking from is not in real estate. It's from a different industry. This could be someone from music industry. This could be someone from the plumbing, engineering, um, fashion, you name it. Like there are many other industries that are doing social media, right? And let's not forget there are many, many industries that are doing social media way wrong and way behind. Yeah. For example, I have the privilege of actually being connected with a buddy of mine who's heavily involved in the food equipment industry. Food equipment. Every time I go to the event to speak at it, because I've been about three years now in a row, they invite me. We were in Arizona last year and then the previous year, uh, Miami. It was awesome. And they have a food equipment industry. And when I speak to some of these people, they have no idea what a reel is, or they have no idea how to, how do you even edit? How do you put the video or the, the song on top? They're behind. And that's okay. That's totally okay. But acknowledge that there are many industries that are behind and some that are way ahead. And it's very cool to see the progression. It's like this evolutionary chart. And you see all these industries trying to pick up on these new things and new tactics. And there are some industries that are behind, but they're picking up up on some new trends that are coming up. And you're like, oh, I got to steal that now because that's good. That could be really good. Point is, I'm taking ideas from all over the place, wherever I can find them. But in terms of reels, I love reels. They're so easy to make for me. And in terms of that specific reel, I love to entertain. So yesterday I posted an edutainment type of video. I was teaching, I was dancing, and yeah. at the end I broke character and I laughed a little bit to show like, you know, and that yeah. took me 17 seconds to create or 17 seconds long it took me about, you know, 10 minutes to create. But it was good. I got like 6,000 views. That's awesome. For me, it's good. I love it. God bless. Let's go. But it's easy for me to make and it's easy for me to be consistent with it at that point. So find what's best for you. That's so good, man. I I, I love that. Um, I want to end with the, there's a post on your IG that, you know, says I got 180 units through Instagram. Can, Can we end with that, with that story? Absolutely. Totally. Um, so, so I, I received the Instagram message one day, uh, from, from a girl named Bela, big shout out to Bela, always giving her love. Uh, What's she's a realtor. Bela? Hi Bela. She's a, she's a real estate agent out in New York city, uh, or New, New York, New York state. And she reached out to me and just, just a regular DM. Hey Ed, I have an opportunity in a town called Somerville, New Jersey. Can you help me out with it? Or do you know an agent that can help me out with it? I said, sure, I could help you out with it. I know Somerville so well. By the way, I had no idea where Somerville was. I had to Google it. (laughs) And then she said, sure, no problem. Can you meet me there Thursday morning at 9 a.m.? Of course I can. I drove up. I I had no idea what I was stepping into yet. Okay, I just heard opportunity. I was hungry for business. This was three and a half years ago. I said yes to everything. Commercial? Yeah. yeah. Rent? Yeah, of course. So she said project? Sure. I don't even know what I'm stepping into. 
I pull up to this property and, you know, dirt gravel road, there's like bulldozers and excavators and bunch of material. And I'm thinking, all right, this is interesting spot to meet. I guess this is where we're meeting with her and this building being built right next door. So I'm thinking, all right, cool, cool. And we get there. I park my car. I meet with her amongst the three developers that were working on that project. And I said, all right, well, this is cool. Um, wasn't prepared for this. So let's, let's do it, I guess, right? So they brought me into their trailer outside and they sat me down. I had my little folder, you know, I was ready. I was prepped in my pretty suit. And they started asking me all these questions, these questions that I've never even knew that these were things in real estate before. They were asking me the, what was the demographic in this area? How, uh, how is the, the area in terms of um, in terms of, the, of course, the the rental market, the comps, the location, the school system, they asked me my absorption rate, right? So they were like, what's your absorption rate, by the way? Immediately, I said 10%. And, and they looked at each other. They're like, that's that's not bad. That's not bad. And in my mind, I'm like, what is an absorption rate? <laughs> what did I just say 10% to? <laughs> but all right, it sounded like they liked it. So let's keep rocking. Oh my gosh. And then a few days later they said, uh, yeah, no, congratulations. We're going to choose you as the, the real estate to, uh, agent to uh, represent this building of 180 units. And it's this big apartment complex out in Somerville, New Jersey called Somerville Park, P-A-R-C. And I am extremely grateful and honored that that happened through Instagram, through a message, through a DM. Insane story. Insane. One, what? What I want to make sure we pull out of this story is probably not what most people are hearing right now. Because you don't live in a competitive spirit with other agents, right? Because you're trying to raise all ships. You, you want to be nice and friendly with everybody. Other realtors look to you as someone on their team. As opposed to freaking Ed, man, I hate that guy. Like, what yes. a jerk. He's he's horrible on the other side of the transaction. He doesn't communicate well. And I watch so many realtors treat other realtors like the enemy. And so this story is impossible for most agents because most agents probably don't like them. So I want people to understand that, that, man, just being a good person on social it works. It works. It does. I I think one of the biggest success, uh, successful things that I do on a daily basis, and I've been doing for 10 years straight now, 10 years, wow. 12 years straight now, 2023, my goodness, is, is I make sure to show the love and support to those that have shown it to me for all these years. So if it's a random act of kindness, if it's a random DM, if it's a random like or a comment or a um, I don't know, a referral, a recommendation. It's something that I can give back to those that take their time to yeah. watch my silly little 17 second video reels. Yeah. Like, the least I can do is send a video back and saying, listen, Jane, thank you for your love. I appreciate the support so, so much. And I mean it every time because if without them, I wouldn't sure. get the exposure, the brand awareness, the love and the support that they're giving me in the first place. So Huge, I say, just be nice, just be kind, be humble, work hard, be kind. That's it. And th this is this this has been my favorite episode that we've ever done on the show. Oh man! So, <laughs> so just just so you know, I think the the practicality of it, the technicality of it, 
the the humanity added in um bro just so many freaking nuggets in this episode so I, i'm so grateful that, that you said yes to come on today thank you thank you for your love and your support and giving me the opportunity to speak in front of your members and your your fans your audience those that love you um hopefully they can pick up on some of these tactics and run their own way but nonetheless yeah, yeah of course they will man remind everybody how they how they find you online Find me on Instagram, Ed Stulak, E-D-S-T-U-L-A-K. You can find me on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, wherever, all over. It's incredible, bro. Man, I, I, I appreciate you. Guys, if, if you don't have three pages of notes at this point in this episode, start over or get out of real estate <laughs> because you don't get it. Okay? <laughs> Guys, we'll be back. We'll be back next week with a really cool person with an even cooler story. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please go follow and reach out to my guest. Also, please consider sharing and leaving a review wherever you consume this content because this is the world we live in and your review online for others to see is invaluable for the success of this show. And remember, you're amazing. Talk to you soon.